Hey there, I'm Mike. Some of you know me from the Twisted Cape. Some of you know me because she's pretty in the face and she's super thick. I'm just thinking with my dick. But, regardless of how you know me, you know I love comics, and that's what we talk about on this podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mike's Thick Stack. Oh hell yeah, my thickies! Welcome to the show, everyone. Recording, as always, at Thickness Central. We've arrived at episode three of season three. And as always, we're going to go ahead and get started with these city shoutouts. What's up to our friends in Dublin, Ireland? Returning again for another week, Ashburn, Virginia. Thank you so much. Got a new listener in Peshawar, Pakistan. Thanks for popping in and checking out the show. Out there in San Jose, California, giving us that love as always. Thank you so much. Council Bluffs, back again, and I appreciate you listening. Willow Grove, PA, right next door neighbor to my hometown of Glenside, PA. And finally, our international friends from Barcelona, Spain. Or is it Barcelona? I'm not sure. Either way, I'm happy to have you here. Thanks for listening and coming back, friends. And now we'll hop over to Mike's Thickometer. Oh yeah, Mike's Thickometer. So thick this week I call it Thick Pavetta. This week clocks in at a 5 out of 10. Substantial thickness, y'all. This week features 10 books. Uh, this, the stack is dead even this week, so we'll get to work and start with the DC books and knock those out, starting with Action Comics 2022 Annual, a side-by-side story of young Clark and young Mongol. I give this a 4.75 out of 5. We get a couple of stories side-by-side of how Clark and Mongol grew up. Clark learned restraint and compassion, while Mongol learned survival and ruthlessness. We see major life events that lead to them becoming who they are against each other later. It's a great backup story and adds depth to the current storyline. As much as it's a story about them, it's also a story about their mothers. Martha was nurturing and giving of herself to teach Clark kindness. Mongol's mom taught him vengeance and ruthlessness, and it shows up. The pros are, this issue does a lot to deepen the lore of the Kents as well as Mongol. It's written spectacularly, and the art is impeccable. Might be my favorite one on the week. Cons are how it feels like forever, and we haven't really addressed Ma Kent having cancer, so that would be a smarter play in my eyes, just in general. Now we have Batman 2022 Annual, a Ghostmaker-centered setup for Batman Inc. I gave this a 3.75 out of 5. We see the beginning of Batman Inc. alongside Ghostmaker, and then we snap to present day with Ghostmaker running the Batman Inc. show. I actually like Ghostmaker in this role. He preps and divides the team for a mission. The teams go after Lex-funded side projects, specifically Grey Wolf. Grey Wolf has been putting people in jail to keep them safe, but Batman Inc. doesn't realize that they're not under their own control. Ghostmaker figures it out and helps develop a vaccine to free the townspeople. As they wrap things up and go on the hunt for more of Lex's side projects, Grey Wolf is offered a spot on the team, which he accepts. Pros are how cool Ghostmaker has become to me. He's almost like an adult Damien minus the baggage. The art in this is really good, including a few splash pages that are visually striking. Cons are the constant inclusion of Clown Hunter. God, I'm just over it. 
The team dynamics might be a little rocky in this book too, but we'll see as it develops. Now we have a look at Hardware Season 1, Issue Number 6, the finale of the season. Curtis has a showdown with Alva. I gave this a 3 out of 5. Curtis deals with Reprise as Bakari turns the tables on Alva. After stopping Reprise Prime, Curtis sets his sights on going after Alva. He's methodical about coming up on him and gets damn close, and then the police show up and get Alva. Curtis then goes to make good on hurting a kid from an earlier issue in the series, and he catches a glimpse of Icon flying overhead. Pros are going to be the art, hands down. I love the Cowens and Kevich combo so much. The cons are that this story feels like it wraps up kind of neatly. I almost wanted something a little different to end it. Next up, we have Justice League Road to Dark Crisis, and this is a setup for the big summer event. I gave this a 3.25 out of 5. From the hero side, we see the beginnings of what may be the new Justice League. Nightwing, Superman, John Kent, Flash, Wally West, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, and Aquaman, Jackson Hyde, are all featured in this issue with at least momentary stories. Then we get a look at the big bad, Pariah, and his tortured nature that seems to be driving him. Finally, Noctura is stopped by Spoiler from stealing as she's dealing with the grief of losing Batman. When Batgirl leaves, Noctura is approached by Firefly, who's offering her a spot in the secret society. Pros are the amount of creators on this book. There's so many different feels going on in this book, and it's not possible without all the different creators on this. Cons are that, despite being oversized, I'm curious about pieces of the DCU like Black Adam that seem like they may not get touched in this event based on this book. Finally, here we have Shadow War Omega Number 1. Shadow War concludes and sets up something else. I gave this a 3.5 out of 5. Turns out Brion is attempting to get revenge for Markovia falling to the Leviathan, and that path set him after Talia. He works to kill both Talia and Deathstroke. Geoforce monologues and then brings down the building that they're in. Batman and crew escape, and Deathstroke's body is taken by Deathstroke Inc. Batman and his team go against a kaiju-sized Geoforce as he attempts to kill Talia. Robin, of all people, takes down the kaiju, and Talia knocks him out. As things wrap up, Batman and Robin reconcile, Talia turns herself in, Geoforce is taken into custody, and Angel Breaker has the demon's shadow. Finally, Deathstroke has been resurrected by the Lazarus Pit, and it seems like it goes wrong, and now is set on killing everyone. Pros are how this reunites Batman and Robin, and seems to wrap up this saga nicely, enough to roll into the Dark Crisis era. Cons are that Geoforce was a weak catalyst to me. Making him the guy who killed Ra's al Ghul feels dumb to me. Alright, we're going to take a quick break, hear a message from some friends and us, and we'll come back with the Marvel books. Stick around. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're the hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health evaluation of comic book characters. We also chat with some of your favorite creators... Al Ewing, Erica Schultz, Gail Simone, Philip Kennedy Johnson, Chris Claremont, about their work on comics. So check out all our episodes at capesonthecouch.com and follow us at Capes on the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag, Hashtag because, because comics. Hey everyone, Jesse here from the Twisted Cape. I wanted to take a minute to give a huge thank you to all of you that have supported us over the years, both here on Mike's Thick Stack and on the Twistcast. 
If you haven't already, you'd be doing us a huge favor by rating both shows on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you happen to be listening. And while you're dropping us that five-star rating, feel free to drop us a review letting us know what you like about the shows. Your feedback helps us to make the shows as fun as possible. All right, I've wasted enough of your time now. Back to the show. Oh, yeah, we're back. Okay, now we're going to go ahead and start the Marvel titles for this week, starting with Avengers Forever, number six, a story following a multiversal T'Challa. I gave this a 3.25 out of five. This story takes T'Challa, a.k.a. Vibranium Man, through several changes as he pursues Killmonger. He starts out with a Superman-type origin story being rocketed into space. Then he becomes like Spidey, like a lot, like webbing and everything. Killmonger is merged with the Destroyer armor, meanwhile, killing millions of people across multiple Earths just because. T'Challa then becomes like Iron Man and squares up with Killmonger and gets tossed into space, specifically thrown into a star. He emerges in a cocoon like a vibranium-infused Adam Warlock when Robbie and crew find him. Pros are that when dealing with a multiverse, you can do weird stuff and combine hero stories. That's definitely weird. I'm curious to see how he evolves. Cons are how one-sided the battle with Killmonger feels. Like we, He's gone through a lot. You figure he'd be a better fighter, especially with his survival skills. Moving into mainline Black Panther, we have Black Panther number six. T'Challa gets attacked and allies come to his aid. I gave this a 4.25 out of 5. T'Challa is being attacked by the Hatut Zarze and holds his own until he decides to retreat tactically. Meanwhile, Shuri and Omalola activate one of Shuri's contingencies, a T'Challa tracker. T'Challa goes back in, and as it looks like it's about to turn, Storm shows up to have his back. Then they have an electrifying conversation. She electrocutes him. Uh, both first because she's angry and then to heal a wound. It reminds me of how good they were together. Shuri and Omalola find Storm and T'Challa, and they have the Dora Milaje in tow. Pros are honestly T'Challa in this issue, and then T'Challa and Storm. T'Challa is such a badass here, and Storm is a scene stealer whenever she comes in. Cons are how it feels like T'Challa hasn't learned as much as we would have thought by now. I thought he would have learned some humility and honesty by now, but I guess the flaw is what makes him who he is. Now we have a look at Carnage number three. Carnage goes up against the spot, furthering its goals. Okay, this is a three and a half out of five. Carnage goes up against the spot, literally rips him into pieces, and then steals his powers. In the fray, he cuts off Kenneth's hand. Meanwhile, it seems like Detective Shade is now possessed by Cletus Cassidy, and he's trying to stop Carnage. Carnage is trying to enact Cletus's plan, and Shade tries to stop Carnage and Kenneth as the issue ends. Pros are that I no longer want to drop this book because this was an interesting issue. The stuff with the spot as well as Carnage collecting abilities is interesting to me. The art was spectacular and bloody too. Cons are that Kenneth is not really interesting at all to me. Right now, anyway. Now we have Knights of X number two. Betsy seeks help in the war against Arthur. I gave this a three out of five. The issue opens with as Jim Jaspers gets snatched at the lunatic citadel as Captain Britain updates Krakoa on the issues with the Siege Perilous. The team splits up as Betsy goes to the Floating Kingdom and Gambit goes to the Crooked Market. 
Betsy and her crew go do an action-packed rescue in Blightspoke. Back in the Crooked Market, Gambit and his crew get into a pretty big fight just as Betsy gets ready to cross the Seventh Valley border and deal with vampires. Pros are how excited I am to get some vampires in the X-Men universe. That's always a really good time. Cons, I feel like it might be a little bit crazy to split your team in a world where if you die, you don't come back right. So, uh, we'll see what happens here. Finally here, we have a look at Strange number three. Clea takes on some gangsters and a mystery deepens. I gave this a 4.25 out of five. The Rose attempts to play it cool with Clea and it totally doesn't work and she gets the info that she wants on the Blasphemy Cartel. She goes to attack and the Blasphemy Cartel is ready, tipped off by the Rose. They take away her magic, but they don't know enough because she still has her Dark Dimension magic and she unleashes on these poor fools. She discovers that they are protecting servers and discusses this with Wong as she gets a visitor and learns that her mom is coming over for dinner. Director Nunn is behind the Blasphemy Cartel and has authorized the use of a Lazarus agent at Clea's home. I'm not sure what that means, but I'm sure that it'll go great. Pros of the creative team. It's so good, and the energy from this book is impeccable. Great job, team. Cons are how I really don't think the Rose fits in this book entirely. Might be more coming, but I'm unsure as of right now. Alright, a quick look at the weekly ranking here. We'll do top half, bottom half. There's only 10 books, so it'll go pretty quickly. In the one spot, Action Comics 2022 Annual, number two, Black Panther, number six. Strange number three takes the three spot. Batman 2022 Annual takes the four spot. Coming in at five, rounding out the top half, Shadow War Omega. Leading off the bottom half, we have Carnage number three. Then, then at seven, Avengers Forever number six. Coming in the eighth spot, Justice League Road to Dark Crisis. Coming in at nine, Hardware Season one number six. And number 10, Knights of X number two. As we start to wrap up, if you want to be on the show, hit us up on Twitter at SpiderMike29 or at the Twisted Cape. Looking ahead to next week, I'm looking forward to reading from Marvel, Amazing Spider-Man number 3, Thor number 26, and Gene Foster and the Mighty Thor number 1. On the DC side, Batman number 124, Dark Crisis number 1, and Dark Knights of Steel number 7. Follow us on all socials, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, all at the Twisted Cave, no spaces. And a link is in the show notes if you're interested. We do a weekly show on YouTube, and we stream on Twitch at least once a week. As far as all the others, if you follow us, we'll follow you in return. If you really like us in our shows, feel free to grab some of our merch from TeePublic, which has a link in the show notes. Stuff is always on sale. Finally, feel free to shoot us some feedback on this show to thetwistedcape at gmail.com, and make sure you use the subject line MTS. Thanks for tuning in. So until next time, my shit dump. Stay safe, wear a mask, please get that vaccine, and most importantly, stay twisted. Fix that. Why did you say that name?